0: everyone I'm Rachel Zoe and I'm producer Mary um otherwise known as our Gelman for those of you that know who Gelman is if you've watched what used to be Regis and now is Kelly and Ryan um Mary is the most important part of our team and basically my family my sister from another mother and she's here today
1: to fill in for Raj because he's just honestly too busy for us I feel like we need to tell the people. The people deserve to know the truth. And that is that Roger literally stood us up today.
0: He actually stood us up. Like We were about to start like recording <laughs> and I literally texted Mary and I said, Roger's leaving the building. And she's like, what do you mean? And he just was like, I'm too busy. I can't do anything else today. He went to work. We're working on a really big, important business deal. And he is just not in the head to be cute and funny today. That's fine. I or think, grumpy even. So,
1: so you're welcome, everyone. Basically <laughs>
0: we got Mary. Welcome. We got Mary. And by the way, for what it's worth, she knows me just as well as Roger. <laughs> We've been through so much together. I won't share details of certain things, but you know right. She, she's basically lived with me for many, many years. Another insider
1: if you will. Yes. So if any of the listeners, which I'm assuming and hoping they do, and if they don't, they need to follow you on Instagram, they've probably noticed that you've been out on the town (laughs) quite a bit recently. Yep. And, you know, traditionally for you, this time of year is what we kind of call like gala season. Yeah. Yeah. Where it seems like every event in Los Angeles hits in the same 10 day time period. That's true. And you are left sort of picking and choosing when and where and mm-hmm. what and for how long you are going to all these events. Yep. So I thought it would be fun today to talk to everybody about some of the the fun events you've gotten to go to the past couple of days yeah. and the fashion. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's been really surreal because, you know, as a very admitted and really confirming this the title of over COVID, um, sort of this uh, ironic extrovert, introvert. I'm definitely an introvert who's built a career out of being more of an extrovert. But I would say that, you know, for me to like leave my kids at night, there has to be a really good reason, you know, and I feel like there's boxes it has to check. So either I'm going to, um, a birthday or something that is an important work related event, or even more importantly, is support- supporting, um, one of the, you know, foundations that I work with or organizations that I support or work with or sit on the board of, or it's like a birthday, right? Right. Or or a
1: girlfriend or a girlfriend doing something exciting, right? Like
0: someone's launching something that's really, um, you know, important. And, you know, there's one thing that, you know, anyone in my life would probably tell you, I don't ever not show up for my friends. You have to show up for no matter how tired you are, you have to show up. You yeah. just have even for ten minutes. But you got to go. You got to go.
1: Yeah. So that's so what you. It's re- been. <laughs> so last week, I guess that sort of really kicked everything off. Jen, you went for Jen Meyer, yep. right? Who yep. we've had on our show, who's lovely. Yep.
0: yep. Um, Jen, you know many of you may know her as an amazing jewelry designer. Um, but Jennifer Meyer did a collaboration with something so on brand for her, which is a a company called Moose Knuckles, which is, um, kind of like really good parkas and puffers and shearlings and um sherpas and you know really yummy jackets and jen did a collab with them so she did this really beautiful cocktail party at sunset tower which i think so many of us haven't been to in so long and it was like this little kind of girls reunion of sorts um and then i did something i never do which is i had a date night after at tower yeah because we were
1: with uh, roger yes (laughs) yes with
0: jen yes with Roger, because it would have been more normal if I went with Jed. Right. But um, we were over there and I think, you know, I, I think Roger was like in shock. I was like, babe, I made, I made a table for after the event because I was like, we just have to walk 10 steps and go sit at the table. And what was really nice was, it was a date, kind of, because we knew every other table because everyone from the event was.
1: <laughs> everyone just like popped a squat. And, totally. Like, At dinner. That's so, Um that's But so it fun. was really
0: fun and we had a bit of a date. Roger's not drinking right now, so that was odd. Um, it's Sober Roger, which is, you know, a whole new.
1: Good for him, though. He does
0: like Sober November. He, you know what's weird? He doesn't really struggle with it.
1: That's like, good, you'd thing, though. Because he's
0: such like a, you know, five o'clock, like. Totally. You know, cocktail person. But I think he's for the first time actually recognizing that he feels differently not drinking, like in a good way. Right. He's just clearer in the morning. He's, you know, and I think he does it funny enough. And he would say this if he was here. He kind of does it so he can get his tolerance back to like a lower place
1: right before the holidays <laughs> totally. so he's so he's a cheaper date totally. for the holidays I think it's come to a point where it takes so
0: much for him to actually feel the alcohol that he's you know, he but likes I, to reset the the tolerance.
1: I agree. And I like that. I too like to take a break before like rolling into the holidays yeah. because I feel like everyone and their mom does sober January and it's right. so depressing. It's so, and do, by and, the way, January is depressing enough. In general. Like, no, no, no. no you're not going to take my wine away from me in January.
0: I think sober January is not a great idea. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's random because I think January is probably the most depressing month of the year.
1: I totally agree. You know, I
0: totally agree. There's no holiday.
1: There's no holiday. There's that anxiety of like society of like, oh, you've had to made this resolution. Totally. Like, what are you doing? That's going to be different this yep. year. That's going to set yourself up for success. I and totally like, agree. Meh. No,
0: I, t- me. I totally agree. And, you know, so we started off, Jen's was like a great jumping off because we got to have like a really fun friends night. And then it kicked off into one of three nights of Paris's Crazy. wedding, which I think might've been four in total, but like, Her wedding, Paris, married Carter. For those of you that live under cement and don't (laughs) know, um, Paris Hilton got married. And Paris is someone that I have loved and adored, truly loved and truly adored. Paris and her sister, Nikki, and her mother, Kathy. And most recently, her brother, Baron, and his wife, Tessa, who I could not adore more than I do. What a a really, you know, here's what I want to say first of all, the wedding was beautiful. Um, I mean, it
1: looked stunning. It was
0: stunning and her dress dresses, (laughs) multiple dresses. Um, I want to say one that the wedding was very intimate in that it was very small. Um, it was not like an 800 person wedding. It was actually less than, than I had at my own wedding. Um, Um, and she was breathtakingly beautiful, which is not shocking, but like her dress was done by Fernando and, and Laura of um, the, the dynamic duo behind Oscar de la Renta who made the most breathtaking gown that if I was getting married right now, I'd wear the same was, dress. I mean,
1: it was stunning. It was stunning.
0: It's like when I dream of a dress to get married in, it's it's that dress, it's, yeah. it's magnificent. And
1: she looked like her yes, too, do you know what I did. mean? Like I feel like sometimes when brides really go for it, it's like you see a picture and you're like, wait, who is that? Right. But I feel like she was so beautiful. Oh she looked God. just like. Oh, she's like, like a tall swan. Bridal Barbie. She yeah. was bridal Barbie.
0: Totally. She changed five times, <laughs> um, which was great, Obviously. very on brand. And I loved it and that was fun. And you know what, she had the best time and she was her perfect self on the altar. She was funny. Um, she was funny. She was literally funny. Um, Carter was great. It was, it was beautiful. Um, we had so much
1: fun. Was the party fun? Like what was the dance? Was it the was dancing fun. good? Was it was
0: great. Food like good? We, all of it. Like uh, it was really beautiful. And this is what I want to say because people, people say what they will about the Hiltons and this and the judgment and the, Oh my God. And like, blah, blah, blah. I have to tell you that family, they are never apart. They love each other so much. They are so close. I mean, Kathy and Rick have been together forever. right? They are by far and away the most supportive family. They have supported everything I've ever done for the last 20 years, all of them. They show up, they show up for their friends, they show up for each other. And I just, I, it's like, I can't really say enough about like what wonderful people they are. And I think it's important, like it's weird. For some reason, I feel compelled to say that, because yeah, but no, I
1: think that's very kind of you because I judgy. do think that people have an idea of a Hollywood family mm-hmm. outside looking in. Yep. And you can really say that they are actually very loving to each other, supportive of each other. I mean, I Paris is, did a really sweet post for Nikki being her like maid of honor and it was so yeah. sweet and like I mean, you know no matter what we've said by each other. Yes. And that's not easy God, I don't think, you know.
0: Nikki, gave the best like Matron of Honor. She was amazing. I bet she was. She was so like eloquent and calm and funny and um she was great. She was great. And then, you know, I did not go to the Paris Neon Carnival. Um I did not.
1: I loved her look for that by the way. I mean she's I mean, so pink, great, the, whole. the I she's amazing. <laughs> she literally is now she's like Neon Carnival Barbie. <laughs> She's the cutest. She's so fun. But I want to talk about because I think our listeners want to know too, how you got dressed for Paris's wedding. Like, how oh. did you decide on the dress? Like, first of all, you should like tell everyone what you wore. <laughs> okay. How it came into your mind. Um,
0: so I honestly like it's funny because everyone, I can't explain how many people between like the Lochmogalla, the Paris's wedding, the um, baby to baby gala, which we'll talk about after. But um, how many texts and DMs and how many things I got from friends and not as close friends and close friends? Like, what are you wearing? What am I wearing? What do you think of this? Can you get a discount here? I really want this dress. Where can I get this made? I don't want to pay for it. Like, da-da-da-da-da. it must be
1: like never ending. It really is. There, g- there and is. Like gala season yes. is like they hit you up nonstop. It's a lot. It's a lot. But um, for
0: myself. As you know, Mary, because you've been on the inside for so long, I am. I really contradict what people would think that I do in preparation for for these things. I do not plan ahead very often. I would say for this week, I planned kind of day before ish. You know, like two days before, because the only reason is is because some of these events were during the week, and as you know, I have twelve full time jobs plus mommy, so. I know that my time is limited to try and figure it out. Right. Um, I also have a very bad habit of not altering my clothes, so that when I go to put them on um, to leave, I realize they don't fit properly. Which, as a stylist for four hundred years, that's maybe the worst thing that I could ever let a client do. So the fact that I let myself walk out with unaltered um, (laughs) clothes—little known secret—is half the time you guys see me, I'm kind of pinned and rigged into my clothes.
1: Eighty percent of the time, there's some fashion tape, one safety pin and a prayer and you're out the door. It's
0: so true. It's so true. I've pinned like sequin collars because they were too long. So ultimately this time I decided you know what? I'm going to try and not be like a last minute stress case. I'm going to try and plan what I'm wearing and actually alter my clothes, um, which is just so much more work I want to say because you have to do fittings and fittings. And um, so for Paris's I had a few dresses in the rotation, some that I pulled from my archive um, and some, uh, meaning vintage, and some that were newer. Um, and funny enough, two for three um, were Oscar de la Renta, also designed by Fernando and Laura. And I'm so obsessed with what they're doing in Oscar de la Renta. It's like modern and fresh, but ethereal and romantic and Beautiful. luxurious. And Beautiful. and So there was this yellow dress um, that was Oscar that I loved it was like a yellow chiffon like kind of a marigold lemon yellow yes it was beautiful um chiffon kind of cape dress that was caftani but not really a caftan it was really more of a cape and then this beautiful sequined collar that yeah, was very stunning. kind of like ethereal It's kind of the only it was
1: insanely comfortable um, Which I think is another thing people need to know about you, yes, by the way. Yes, yes. Is that you actually, like when I... Yes. Thinking about meeting you before I knew you and <laughs> you whatever, I would be like, she would be the kind of woman that's like... In a corset, can't breathe. Her (laughs) feet are actually bleeding. Her earrings are actually cutting circulation off to her brain. And she just does it for the fashion. When in fact, that's actually not true. You go comfort over torture, which is important. I do, because I think I also have an, an advantage,
0: being fair, that I do have the option to seek the more comfortable option. Totally. Meaning, This past weekend, I actually did both, which I never do. And that's why it was a little bit of a departure for me because in altering my dress, I wore Saturday night. Well, it looked really good because it fit perfectly, which again, new for me it hurt. It was torture. (laughs) And Mary was kind enough to be here um, to actually hook me into my dress and zipper it. And while it did fit perfectly, there was definitely some pressure on the rib cage. And you know, I did suck it up for the night. And it was nice to actually have something that fit me properly. But holy Moses, it really is a different kind of night. You just really You
1: kind of know what you're in for. Yes. You know?
0: Yes, yes. My shoes were good. Last night my shoes hurt. Um they looked really good, but they hurt. Um but yeah, there was a there was definitely some discomfort that I I surrendered to this weekend. Sure. And and last night. Shopping for eyewear can be especially challenging because it's important to find a pair that actually flatters your face and suits your personality. And if you've become accustomed to online shopping over the last few years, it may seem like it's literally impossible to shop for something as specific as glasses from home. But Warby Parker has changed all of that. With their free home try-on program, you can order five pairs of glasses to try at home for five days with no obligation to buy. Your try-on kit will ship for free and includes a prepaid return shipping label, so it really is totally free. And if you do fall in love with a pair and decide to buy them, know that with Warby Parker, you'll always get a great deal. Glasses start at just $95, including prescription lenses. They also have sunglasses and blue light glasses available. So even if your vision is great, you need some Warby Parker frames in your life. The home try-on kit was especially eye-opening for me because I was genuinely surprised by some of the glasses that I preferred. I ordered a mix of sunglasses and glasses to try, and my favorite sunglasses were absolutely the Audrey Frames in Marzipan Tortoise. They fit my face perfectly, but still had the slightly oversized look that, of course, I prefer. And what I really love is that Warby Parker sunglasses are such high quality. They feature premium polarized lenses that are scratch resistant and provide 100% UV protection. I mean it when I say they are truly the perfect blend of style and functionality. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. And if you have FSA or HSA dollars to use, don't let them go to waste. You can use them on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Discover the glasses that fit your face best by trying Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days with no obligation to buy at warbyparker.com slash zoe. Again, try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash zo. Thursday night I wore a lemon yellow chiffon Oscar de la Renta because Which it Which snaps
1: felt... for color, by the way. I'm so proud. I love, it was stunning on you. It Every time weird. you wear color, I'm obsessed. You but know you know that? what the thing is? I didn't get the memo.
0: Most of the people at Paris's wedding were wearing a black dress. It was funny because I was sure. sitting with Kim and Nicole- And um, a couple other people, I saw Kamara Lee. Really a lot of people that I saw, most everybody was in a black dress. I was like, I didn't get the memo. Why am I wearing lemon yellow? Um, But something about Paris's wedding, and I knew that they would be in pink and white. So I just felt like something about this wedding, and it happened to have been, 96 degrees on Thursday. Right. So I think had it not been maybe I would have felt more black dress vibe. Um, but so anyway, so I did yellow. It felt right. I was incredibly comfortable. It was while sad. everybody was melting in their dresses. I was really weirdly comfortable. And then um Saturday, Saturday. So Saturday, I fell in love with this Oscar De La Renta dress when it actually like came out. And I called it in for a fitting with uh, Dylan Penn. Sure. For a can. Yeah. And it was so funny because she put it on the fitting. She goes, I think this is your dress. She's like, she literally said like, this is you as a dress. It is. I'm pretty sure this is your dress. And I literally was like it is my, like, that's literally, if I could design me as a dress, I'm pretty sure it would look like this, you know, hundred it was this like insanely gorgeous, like bronze, lame, metallic with this incredible sleeve with a slit on the inside and this beautiful, like kind of not pin tucked, but sort of this very like, please say the whole thing was please say, I mean, it was, it was this gorgeous, gorgeous gown and what I thought would be very comfortable, but then I just had to go and alter it so well that it went from comfortable to not as comfortable bondage. But but it looked good. And I I felt weirdly comfortable because it felt like me. And then the thing that really made it for me was this like the most insanely gorgeous David Webb necklace that just took my whole universe away into
1: another place.
0: It was stunning
1: too. And the way that like Rachel wore it sort of, uh, half in the front and like half in the back. So like the beautiful detail of the necklace was actually draped on the lower part of her back. It was so pretty.
0: I love that. It, it was, was so good. That was a treat. David Webb jewelry is something that I just it's special. It's like bury me and David Webb, <laughs> you know, just please, when I go, please make sure I'm wearing
1: Webb. Um, but tell, tell the listeners a little bit about baby to baby yeah. in general and that gala, Every, I mean, obviously it didn't happen last year because of yeah. COVID, but... So for those of you
0: that haven't heard of Baby to Baby, it started um, as a local organization by my very dear friends, Kelly Sawyer, Patrick Hoff, and Nora Weinstein are the co-founder presidents. And um, they brought me in as a kind of board member from the beginning, which was 10 years ago. This was the 10-year anniversary. I can't believe that. I wow. know, I know. I was actually pregnant with Skye. So... Um, it was super nostalgic, but I, what I, what I want to say is how extraordinary this organization is. And without getting into too much about it, I can confidently say that the work that Baby to Baby does every minute of every day throughout the pandemic, they never shut the warehouse or the office. They never. It was like when we didn't know what the pandemic was, and and it, you know everyone th- this this virus, as dangerous as it was, that there was really extraordinary workers going in on rotation to deliver more than ever. You know, the the need was so great and still is so great for the families that we serve. And what I want to say is that it started as a local organization and us raising $25,000 at the very first gala to raising almost $9 million on Saturday night. Um, That's incredible. Insane. And, you know, every day, dollar of that will go to the families we serve around the country and now even outside of the U.S. And we have been on the ground and fulfilling urgent need and disaster relief in the hurricanes, in the Texas freeze, in the... Um, earthquake. I mean, yeah. literally the just, California wildfires. The f- I remember such chills. I literally get so emotional yeah. when I talk about it. Um, but I have to say the impact of this organization is just like nothing I've ever seen and the work that they do around the country and beyond is just unparalleled. And I'm so proud to be a part of it. But I, I think really giving the kudos to Kelly and Nora and the, the team at Baby to Baby who you know just just don't stop
1: it it's just keeps stop. growing and growing and growing yes. it's really
0: incredible yes and in, really incredible. and so much so that they got taxes taken off diapers this year it's
1: amazing.
0: Um, and also started making their own diapers so that they can continue to deliver millions and millions and millions of diapers wipes formula. You know, incredible safe bed, safe sleep, teddy bears, everything. So amazing.
1: And Vanessa Bryant received the award at Baby to Baby this year, right? The most well-deserved
0: award was, um, you know, Vanessa, what not everybody knew is that Vanessa has been an angel at Baby to Baby, I think since the, from the beginning and as she talked about in her speech, which I get like, like lump in my throat, even just talking about it. But, um, Her and Kobe came every year. Right. And she said it was like one of his favorite things because he got to be her wife, her husband that night that it wasn't, you know, no one asked him to do anything and it wasn't about him and that it was about the families and it was about, you know, it was like a date night for them and he loved it. I know. And so, um, her work has been incredible. She is the warrior of all warriors. She is strength and grace of another kind, and um, and yeah, and we just love her. So I think her being honored. I think everyone in that room, and I think it was a thousand people. Um, wow, that's big. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, are, I think everyone was just cheering for you know, just like watching totally. her up there as like a just the pillar of strength
1: honestly. Is, is Baby to Baby's red carpet really intense? Like, is that an intense it is. one? It is. You? I yeah. mean, listen, I
0: think for me, and I think probably a lot of people who came out of the pandemic life and not sort of going to things, right, that were public and going to things where there was red carpets and interviews, but especially at Baby to Baby, that's something that, you know, I proudly do the carpet and in interviews and talk about um, how incredible baby to baby is. But I think, um, you know, that gala raises so much awareness every year. Um, and you know, we needed money more this year than we've ever needed it, that, that the need is, you know, 10 X of what it's ever been because of COVID and all the natural disasters that have occurred. And I think, um, but just being out there on the carpet, it's just, it's, it's a, you know, it's just an all time, Awkward, you know, I think for people just getting back out there. And I think going from like zero to everything has yeah. been, you know. It feels weird. It feels weird. But it's
1: kind of like riding a bike, right? It's like it once is. you're on it and once it you're is. like stopping. Yep. And, Rachel, Rachel, post yep. here, you know. Yep.
0: Well it's funny. Jessica Alba, um, also board member and Jen Garner, Kate Hudson, and um Carrie Washington, who was also extraordinary at the gala. Um, got up to talk about the need and everything else. And it was funny because they kind of like, they were sort of winging it and they all got up on stage and and Kate was like, wait, I think we were supposed to have marks. And Jessica was like, you know, she was kind of like, okay, we're a little rusty. Like we haven't been up here in a minute. Like bear with us, you know? But I think, listen, I think everybody's sort of candor and, and humility I think is at an all-time high too. I of think everybody's course. just a little bit more... Um, you know, just more humble about everything.
1: A little more casual and relaxed. Yeah. yeah. And I think enthusiasm too. It's yes. like, I think people were probably sitting there so excited that an event like the Baby to Baby Gala is back and that they can yeah. be with people and celebrate and such an extraordinary and give yes. back. And People yeah.
0: were so generous and I think just all the pain that everybody's experienced has opened people's hearts and thankfully wallets for good. For good. Right. Know? Yeah.
1: That's yeah. amazing. So, and then last night, as if you aren't already, like, <laughs> exhausted, tired. Yes, all the things. All the things. The N-Style Awards. Yes. Which, which happened out here in L.A. Yep. at the beautiful Getty Center. Oh,
0: my God, which is so beautiful. And for those of you that haven't been to the Getty Center, it's really something to see. It's
1: stunning, If yeah. you
0: visit L.A., just definitely make it a stop. It's so special. And this event launched, I don't know what year it is, but um, it's been at least six, seven years of at doing least, this, right? at least, yeah. I think. And it's such a special night. And you know, the editor in chief, Laura Brown, is one of my oldest and dearest friends in the industry. Um, she's really extraordinary and very loved and adored and very supported by the industry. And she really supports the industry. And um, the reason I always show up for that award, one, I love in style because I, I like what they stand for. I like that they've always been about accessibility totally. um, and celebrating all. Um, and I think um, this uh, this particular event really acknowledges our industry of fashion creatives, artists, makeup artists, hairstylists, um, stylists, and, you know, watching, you know, peers right. get awards for being brilliant creatives is so nice because it's, you know, what we do is always, it's a job behind, you know, right. the scenes. And right. I think watching so many of them on stage last night getting awards was wonderful. It just, it's it's so nice to see their art celebrated. And what was so nice was their clients presenting to them. I love know? that.
1: I think that's such a clever, it's, amazing. it's a great way to do it. Uh,
0: yeah. Bonus, highlight for me was watching Amanda Gorman I do a a, 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 a poem That she created for Simone Biles to present to her. Thankfully, I whipped out my phone
1: and we all appreciate you doing that. Thank you. (laughs) Listen, I wanted to share
0: that magic with others. She is brilliant, and Simone Biles is brilliant, and Nicole Kidman presented to Melissa McCarthy, and Elle Fanning presented to my very dear friend and peer um, Samantha McMillan, who well deserved the award she got as stylist uh, of the year or whatever the actual award was, but she was amazing.
1: I love that. Yeah, it was great. And Elle
0: looked amazing. Elle is, okay. Elle Fanning, I just need everyone to know, She's even prettier in person. I've known her for years. She is a, when when you think of what a ray of sunshine is, totally. she is a ray of sunshine. She is like a light in every room. And you know those people, they say like actors that just have that thing. It's like Julia Roberts walks into a room right. and she just lights it up with yep. that smile. Elle Fanning has that magic. She walks in, you talk to her, she's engaged. She is kind, she's beaming with happiness she is smiling uncontrollably and genuinely throughout the night she has a heart that like almost takes up her whole her whole beautiful face it's like she just is this ray of sunshine and the fact that she is so talented yeah and that beautiful is just crazy
1: it is crazy it's crazy she's
0: like a quadruple yeah all the right. things. Whatever. All uh, the Whatever things. else. However many else. I'm a little bummed out I didn't fangirl Simone Biles last night, though I should have. Oh, you should have. I know. That would have been I good. I should have. I that totally, would have been good. Totally should have.
1: And Michael Kors got an award.
0: Oh, Did he? Oh, my boy. Yeah. My man. My gentleman. Your gentleman. I love Michael Kors, and I'm pretty sure no one listening to this has not heard of Michael Kors, <laughs> because he pretty much defines American fashion. Totally. It's like Michael Kors, Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger, and... Donna Karen. And, yeah. You know, Calvin. But really, Michael is celebrating forty years this year. He is a dear friend. He's a mentor. He's a oh, and Mark Jacobs, we should mention him because I would say he's pretty much American fashion. He um, is. um, but I think of Mark as like French and American fashion. He crosses over. But um Michael The thing I love about celebrating Michael and watching him get the award from Kate Hudson so appropriately. And of course, Kate was like stunning and funny and elegant and sexy and cool. And I think if you think about like, if you define like, who's the cool girl in the room? Right. Kate's just always the cool girl in the room. You know why? Because she's never actually trying to be the cool girl in the room. She's just the cool girl in the room. That's the key. That's the key. And she owns who she is and she's funny and she's sweet and she's giggly and she walks really cute and she's just the cutest. Right. And um, Kate presented Michael and um, 40 years of Michael Kors. And he gave this great speech. And, you know, for those that have never seen him speak or, you know, may not be as familiar with Michael Kors, the reason that I love Michael Kors and the reason I've always loved Michael Kors is because Michael's not about one or two women liking his clothes. He's like... He said on stage last night, doing an elaborate fashion show is wonderful and it's rewarding and he loves it and you feel so great afterwards and it's fun to watch. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that is more exciting to him than seeing real women in his clothes out in the wild all the time. And he loves doing trunk shows.
1: He loves like... He's he, like a designer for the people. Like a man of the people. Yes. And he loves love. women. And yeah. he
0: loves women and he loves...
1: Every kind
0: of woman with every kind of body type and every insecurity and every, every age he yeah. thinks is beautiful and he really means it, you know, and he's also a boy that loves his mama. So yeah. I have a real weakness and love for Michael for that too. He's extraordinary. He
1: is. And you looked amazing. You were in a vintage, a vintage mm-hmm. Bob Mackey, Is that right? Correct. Um, How did that piece come into
0: your closet in um, life? You know what? Vintage. I saw it online and I was completely obsessed with it. Um, I knew it was meant to be on my body and in my archives. <laughs> Everything about it. It had all the things. It had you every. You looked at it
1: and you were like, we will be happy yeah. after.
0: I just, you know, I saw, I saw the gold and the silver and the sequins and the bugle beads and the beads and the. Crystals and the gold embroidered cuffs and the was collar. It heavy? Was yes, it heavy is it very, heavy? Yeah, I was walking pretty slow. Right. Yeah, Roger's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "It's
1: heavy. It's like walking in armor." I, like- yeah, I just want everyone to give a shout out to Cher. Yes, all those years of all those beaded Bob Mackies. Because let me tell you,
0: Bob Mackie is something else. And honestly, if I could like always wear a Bob Mackie, I would. I just want to mention like. It's, it's heavy. It's a workout. It's a workout. It's a workout. Yeah. It's a workout. Well, no then, wonder Cher is so ripped. Like I mean, speaking of ripped, you know who I saw at Paris's wedding? That was so fun. Um, Melissa Wood. Uh, Teppenberg. Oh, Ma- yes. Ma- And for those of you that don't like to exercise like myself, um, I think Melissa is kind of this like savior because she does these like 15 minute flows and workouts with your own body weight that you don't have to like be in a gym or equipment. And she's very motivating. And I have to tell you, when you see her in person, we've become friendly over the last year. And I think, um, I don't, she's the real thing. Like she practices what she preaches. And let me tell you, when you see her in person, you're like, she looks good. uh, Yeah. You kind of want to start doing her workouts. It's good. I mean, in all fairness, she's like five ten. True. So. It's a little easier for those people. But right. that said, her stuff works. It really does. And if you have 15 minutes, you know, and by the way, this is not a paid ad. <laughs> <laughs> She's, not She's not being just paid a friend. to say this. No. She's just
1: saying either do 15 minutes yes. with Melissa or get a vintage ball backy. Exactly. And that's your choice.
0: Yep. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Or... Or walk through the Getty Museum in seven inch heels like I did last night. Yeah.
1: And also if anybody, you know, was watching or is watching on Instagram, the fog last night in LA was crazy so eerie.
0: It was actually crazy. My hair went from big to flat within five minutes. I it mean, was not a good look. The air was so damp.
1: It was oh, so dense. I know what I want to ask oh, you God. because I've never asked you this. Oh no. What is, so again, if you follow along on Instagram, you'll see N-Style's account does a really fun job of capturing content at their events. And usually they have this elevator set up. Yes. And it's like, it seems like from an outsider looking in, you sort of wait your turn to do your piece of video Mm -hmm. content in the elevator. They have props for you, I'm assuming, that you can sort of like it's this crazy direct yourself. What kind of happen? I need to know.
0: No, in in the years that I've done it, it was literally a winging it thing, right? Okay, and not everybody does it, right? So there's a handful of people that do it. I went up to do mine. They they kind of had asked in advance, right? And so um, I went in, and the 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 person that runs it is this brilliant photographer who I have known my whole career, Douglas Friedman, and he shoots a lot. Um, for InStyle, he's he he shot my "I Die" shoot for Harper's Bazaar oh long ago. Oh my gosh! He's a very iconic. He's very like creative, right? Yeah. And so last night he was shooting the elevator um, gig, and I literally walked up. I'm like, Douglas, what do you want me to do? And he goes, I don't know. Um, here's a rose. What do you think? Do you, like love me not, love me, love me not? I'm like, great. He's like, go. And that was it. And I literally just like went into the elevator. <laughs> And started like doing like whatever. And I started to get so frustrated <laughs> that I just like started doing it fast. And then I was like, fuck it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just threw the rose and like walked off set. And it's- that was like the whole shtick. It was like, I think you just, you know, and a lot of the people that do the elevator. I mean, listen, like Nicole Kamin did the elevator with Melissa McCarthy. They know what to do. Oh, yeah. Right. Like I'm amateur. Like and then, you know, Al Fanning did hers. And obviously like Cindy Crawford and Kaya did theirs. Like, OK, the two most beautiful creatures on the planet. Okay. I
1: love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. It's like an actor's dream. Like here's a prop and an elevator. Right. Exactly. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Well, that's so fun. Well, thanks for letting me um, fill in today. I've had a blast and I can say Roger missed out on a good time.
0: I know, but he would have been bored with this because he is like, ugh, I was with you. I don't need to relive it.
1: Roger would have been so bored and he would have been, probably only answering questions about like the food and the past appetizers Hundred percent, Because that's generally the feedback when I see you guys after an event. I'm like, how was it? Yep. How was so-and-so? Oh my yep. gosh, you look guys looked gorgeous. Roger literally will say like, it was great, but yep. I only got one of the little sliders it's true. and I wanted four yep. and I wanted the guy to come back by. In
0: fact, on that note, I will close by saying Saturday night after baby to baby we went late to Paris's night three of her wedding party and I will say we left there (laughs) jumped in our car and as we're waiting for the car I hear there's like walls of paparazzi outside and I literally like hear Roger going is it too much to ask do you have hash browns as well and I literally what? was like, is my husband okay? Does he think he's like at McDonald's? And lo and he's behold. Like getting a grand slam breakfast. He literally had an egg, cheese, and bacon on a bagel with a side of hash browns in a to-go bag in the car at the bottom of the driveway. That is actually for real what happened. And he was the happiest
1: person ever. I love that about him. Yep. I think that's a great late night snack yep, So 100%. there you go. He was so happy.
0: Well, we miss you, Raj. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you liked what you heard so far, please make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. And um, don't forget to keep listening. And check us out on our Instagram at at atworks.for.us. Don't forget to tell us your story. There's a Works For Us phone line that you can call to leave us a message with your very own relationship stories. And we're planning to share our favorites on the podcast. You can also ask us for relationship advice, although we can't stress enough, we are not actual experts, but we'll still take your questions. So if you want to share your story or ask us a question, give us a call at 657-549-2251. That's 657-549-2251. You can also find all of our contact info on our Instagram at works.for.us.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death